Welcome to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. My name is Jay Shalansky and joining me today over there is Evan Bullris. Hey, how's it going? That's that's Evan. <laughs> that's, that's with this lit up sky, Evan. night sky in the back. I love it. I think you like it, that? Yeah, I do. I take all the X-wing ships I can't play anymore and just kind of put them <laughs> up next to it and like have my own adventures. Oh, it that's actually perfect. Uh, I I uh, get a lot of migraines and uh-huh. uh, there's nothing worse than having a migraine. You know, Jay, you you get them. Yeah, right? yeah. Because uh, you just have to shut off everything. Yeah. No light. Can't really even watch TV. It, nope. it sucks. It's just miserable. So Dude, it's super hard to. Exp- so I get that thing. Uh, sorry, everybody, but whatever. Uh, I get <laughs> I get that thing where I start to get the tunnel vision. Yep. So like I know it's on its way. Like and it's like it starts freaking me out. And I'm like, okay, I gotta like pop pop a bunch of Tylenol. Go into the go into the bedroom. Shut everything off and put a pillow over my head and just try to go to sleep like that's the that's all i got at that yeah point, you know? no it's uh so i'm the same way uh I, t- I hit some advil and i just pray yeah right like you're at work or wherever you're at so you have to like you got a deal right so yeah. i i got this starlight thing and uh at first i i this rg beat out like my keyboard my desk and everything and then uh i got that and i had a wicked migraine the other day and it was just enough light where it didn't bother me but i could still like do something like yeah. not just be a, a potato for like two hours until like I stop sweating and like the yeah, yeah. kicks in. But uh, and it uh, I don't have a green screen, so this is also my uh, <laughs> like, this is what you get. Sorry, no, no special uh, background. Well, thanks for joining us again, everyone. Um, I think I want to do a little bit here in the beginning to let you know some changes are coming to uh, this podcast and how we do things. So as uh, some of you know, if you're newer to our podcast, you may not know this, but originally we started talking about Legion. That was our first 80 some odd episodes was all about Star Wars Legion and really like getting to know Legion and and what we did really was just anecdotal and really talked about our experiences with Legion, talked about what we thought was good and bad, so on and so forth. Then we had season two, which we've gone about 24 episodes. I think this is 23 or 24, where we, Evan and I wanted to expand and really talk about other games because, you know, we have more loves than just Star Wars Legion, right? And Mm -hmm. And we understood that Maybe a lot of you that started with us as Star Wars Legion, that was the only miniature game you played. And we've been so happy that you've kind of taken this journey with us. Yeah, And definitely. so this episode is kind of the special edition last episode of season two as we move into season three. And so season three is basically we're going to get back to our roots and we're going to start talking Legion again. But instead of how we used to do it, which was more anecdotal, conversational, what we're going to do is actually start from the beginning. And for newer players, or maybe if you need a refresher because you haven't been playing for a while, and sometimes it could be both of us, sometimes it could just be me, sometimes it could just be Evan, we're basically going to walk you through starting with a core set and then going from there. And what Mm -hmm. do you do next, right? And so- You know, we've got like the next, I think I've got 20 episodes written down of, of what to cover starting right from the beginning. And we're going to head right into casual or tournament play. And that's how this audio version of this podcast is going to play out uh, moving forward after this week's episode. Then 
if you really enjoy what Evan and I have been doing as far as interviewing other game developers and talking about other games, that specific is still going to be happening. Um, I think we talked about maybe a bi-monthly or monthly rate, uh, Evan, you know, yeah, as, yeah. as we can get people on. And we're actually going to be moving that all to YouTube exclusive. So that'll be exclusively on our YouTube channel. You'll be able to still get that part, Evan and I interviewing people. And then thirdly, uh, the fifth, I'm sure if you're a Patreon subscriber or thought about becoming a Patreon subscriber, you're like, well, what does that mean about After Dark? So, like I said, this at this podcast is going to be strictly from the beginning and kind of walking through every step of getting into Star Wars Legion and and all you know we'll be we'll be going over uh, suppression and cover and how to aim you know all mm -hmm. everything. So, but if you want more in depth uh, and kind of in an after dark like whatever's on our mind sort of scenario on legion that's on our that's patreon so that'll be mm -hmm. behind the patreon and so you know we had a number of episodes of that already in 2020 we're looking to kick that up and what we're going to do with that too is kind of rotate out um all the people of the fifth trooper network so scoundrels uh dustin bushfax like everybody that's part of our network we're going to rotate them through on after dark and really get what they're really thinking about legion which will be exciting um yeah, it's just cool to have a place to um to just talk like yeah i mean i've only played tts like the last real game of legion i think is when we streamed i played and then i have like my stuff just been like <laughs> right like i've been i've been painting it a little bit like uh uh, uh but it'd be cool just to be able to talk again just candidly yeah. uh um, about the game i kind of i miss that uh and this especially since we're not gonna be doing it um we'll be rotating people in and out uh the biggest thing jay and i got like kind of hung up on we're doing it like weekly it was like uh nothing new happened uh yeah, that, we'd look at like notes right <laughs> yeah. we're like uh i guess we could talk about this like yeah um and to have like um especially if someone rotates out like once a month or something they, there's a month behind you of worth of stuff to like talk about or yeah. they haven't been on in a couple months so they've got a backlog right it just be right. you'll have more energetic people talking uh, and they because they'll, they'll always yeah. have something on their mind and different perspective right because evan and i you know we're friends besides the podcast so yeah. back before the pandemic and everything any tournament that i was at there was a solid chance evan was at too yeah so or we were playing each other yeah. every friday night or, uh, or yeah. you know uh, you know what i mean so i was like most of the stories or conversations the same thing yeah. was the same we were talking about the same thing so it'll be nice to rotate it that out on the patreon so so that's kind of where we're heading and we'll be more about that uh in the next week or so but today i'm really excited if you're watching on video i'm putting it up on the video here we're talking mm -hmm. cubicle raiders evan it's here it, it exists i cubicle got to see a copy. raiders i got to see a copy for the the shutdown so real quick, for those of you maybe who haven't been listening to the podcast or maybe missed the episodes where we talked about it, Cubicle Raiders is a game that I've been working on for about four years. It's gone through multiple iterations. Uh, back in 2017, I actually tried to kickstart it to massive failure. And, uh, and so <laughs> catastrophic. We, uh, and that was my own fault. You know, I didn't, I didn't do the right, I didn't do it the right way. And I, I've talked about that. And there's actually a blog post on our on our website where I, I actually outline everything that I did wrong with that. Uh, but it's back. 
And so basically what we're doing right now is on the fifthtrooper.com. You could go fifthtrooper.com slash cubicle raiders. And we are kind of treating it like a Kickstarter. So think about similar how you buy our mats, right? Where we do the pre-order and then they come in in a few months. It's similar to that, but I'm not going to place the order until we reach a th certain threshold. So really we just have to sell a hundred copies is what it comes down to. And so if you really want to back this and support us and getting this game out, please go check out the fifthtrooper.com slash cubicle raiders. I'm going to talk, Evan's going to kind of interview me here about the game, but also um, at the website, we've got a full uh, how to play that, that mm -hmm. I did. Uh, it's pretty slick, yeah. Animated how to play. Um, there is an intro video. And then also, um, what was it? Sunday night, myself, Mike dashes from Notorious Scoundrels, Brendan Franz and uh, Bushfax Bushman. We all played on TTS because we're actually building a TTS mod as well. Nice. For the game. Yeah, yeah, it's really smart. That's a good thing. Like uh, uh, something we picked up from uh, Firelock, right? With Oak yeah. and Iron. Like as soon as the uh, pandemic hit, like, oh, we need a mod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just get it and, out. I don't care. And, like, <laughs> right. And, and what was so great about that is in, let's say, you know, if we're using the Legion mod as an example, the Legion mod is basically like illegal. Not like yeah, in the it, technical yeah, like sense, but like yes, yeah. illegal. It's not supported by Asmodee or FFG or AMG Breaching now. IP protocols. Yeah, it, it's 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 fan made only, right? Where Firelock said, you know what? Uh, everyone's been yeah. supporting us. They've been buying the game. We're gonna build a TTS mod so that they can play the game, and it's gonna be our own mod, so we know exactly how it should function. Which yeah, you and I were super happy about, right? And that's that where cool. we, that's yeah. where we got our first uh oak and iron games yeah they even ran uh, uh their own like tournament right like officially yeah. sponsored like yeah yeah they, campaign like, it was awesome like why not like that seems such like an untapped yeah like they they're leading the charge on that kind of like how to not to get too much on top but how to like miniature games and how do board yeah. games come out Agreed. in a pandemic when you can't get with people you know like so that's really cool so that's why we did it yeah so good idea like that's exactly right we're yeah. taking we're taking their, a page right out of their book um and we're releasing so um on Sunday, you guys saw my second test run through the through the mod. Um, I have some some edits and changes that I have to make, but I'm hoping by next week we'll have the full mod in in the workshop on TTS. So you'll be able on Steam. So you'll be able to get that hopefully next week um, and and be able to play the game. But uh, yeah, so so you could see a playthrough of that. You could get all the info on the game, uh, and you can you can back it right now. And now Evan is going to. You prepared any questions, Evan, or are you going to wing it? I, I had a couple. Uh, so right, I did want right. to, we talked about Cubicle Raiders actually like way back. So there's an episode where we talked about it. Um, yeah. I want to say like season two, two or three. Yeah. Uh, I so. so I was trying to come up with different ways not to ask the same thing, but to now that things have changed, right? Because it's gone yeah. through, uh, we've had like Dash work on it as well now, right? Like yeah. we've had uh, other contributors to it. So, um, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, uh, this is Evan from the uh, uh, Associated Press Daily. Um, online, online. Um, how many? Like, who are the contributors now? Who actually worked on this to yeah. get like a finished product? So, th there's three. There's basically three major contributors that myself. Um, I, you know, I did the original dev and and the art. I've done the art and everything. Then early on, um, actually Jeremy, who was on our on our stream uh, for King of the Hill before we had to go back in lockdown again, 
Um, he was early on in dev. So he's one of the early contributors. And so like, if you guys end up getting it in the booklet, it'll be, uh, you know, developed, designed, I think we called it, but designed by myself, Jeremy, and, and then Mike uh dashes so mike dash mike dashes barry uh so, <laughs> and the reason uh, the three of us is one you know i i did the design work and most of the original dev work and um oh sorry my hair just got all crazy it's freaking me out in the zoom i uh, ruined the, it's over ruined sorry, it sorry oh my god let me there everybody uh so anyways um yeah so so and then jeremy was kind of instrumental in a lot of the rules and uh mechanics early on and then dash took a hold of it this past year as something that we were like hey let's let's try to do cubicle raiders because we want to start making our own games and so dash took a hold of it mike and really set up the play testers and wrote some new rules for it that really mechanically made it a lot more balanced okay um, cool yeah, because what had happened was we had our first iteration, which was super balanced, right? And this was the yeah. one we kickstarted with. Uh, but then what happened was we failed the Kickstarter and we had a lot of playtesting and had a lot of notes from playtesters and other game developers at the time. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of went through like a retooling um, that Jeremy and I were working on. But then it kind of got abandoned as we started the fifth trooper, right? I kind of sure, like sure. pushed it to the side. I was like, all right, let's focus on the podcast and the network and everything. Um, and then I just kind of like <laughs> threw that at dashes. And so the <laughs> second, the second iteration was really unbalanced and I was adding more interactive pieces to it, but I hadn't yeah. really like fleshed them all out yet. And so Dash and Bushman um, and David Zelenka, Endless, and uh, let's see who else. Evan, I think you did some play mm -hmm. testing. Zach from the from the Notorious Scoundrels did some play testing. You you know you guys all really play tested it and tested these new rules that Mike and and John and everybody were working on. And so that's that's how we got to where we are. All right, cool. So what would you, let's say I didn't watch the video and I yeah. see it on the shelf yeah. uh, somewhere. What is the, what's the current game that is most comparable to it? So I have some frame of reference to, to talk about it on. Sure. Uh, let's see. So a current game, it's kind of like, it. it's almost like a mix between it's it, shit it's it's like a mix <laughs> got him <laughs> well, got him folks it, so current games it's kind of like a mix between a couple games because it's very much like a party game where anybody casual to novice or or, or expert player <laughs> can can play pick it up mm -hmm. but then it's also like there's some work plate worker placement so it's like a mix okay. of a couple different you know like easy to pick up like a king like a king of tokyo but then also there there's also like a little bit more thought and process you could put into it like a settlers of Catan, right so it's a very wide mix between a, a bunch of different games because you know originally what i wanted to do was to make sure that let's say evan you're an avid gamer right mm -hmm. well let's say you were getting together with three friends who maybe weren't as big into gaming as you and I are, and you wanted an easy, fun game that everybody could relate to. Okay. And so that's kind of, you know, the the idea behind this. There's a lot of luck-based stuff in here, but also it's it's a good mix between luck and kind of like um, st strategy. Sure. So if I, the way I look at it is like it's a set collecting game where you're um, there's four or five different kinds of resources and you're collecting them yeah. in, in hopes to 
gamble on the next time when you get to turn in for points, your things you're collecting give you big points. Yeah. So um, it is set in an uh, office environment, uh, which put a pin on that. I'll get back <laughs> to that. Yeah. But um, so you, the idea is you're, you're playing a character and you have uh, other char- like character cards that can help you get these different um, these different items. And then yep. you get the items. And then uh, every uh, round, a new card is drawn to tell you what's worth what. So like yep. pens are worth a point of pen or tape. I did big tape. Uh, <laughs> tape is uh, worth like four for one. So they're not a good value this time. But if I hold them, maybe yeah. I can like hold out for better points. So it's like a easy set collecting character yeah. like combo like it's asymmetrical um so everybody's got a different yep. power and ability um which so making it, it balanced was really hard when it like uh Mike brought yeah. this up on sunday he was <laughs> yeah. like making asymmetrical games is tough to balance but i think they did a great job and so basically you know uh, the, the 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 elevator pitch is that you're a manager at it you just got hired at a new company and but at this company, in order to get your seniority points to get your promotion, you got to collect office supplies and find them throughout the office to trade them in. And so Evan was saying, like, the set collecting is the supplies that you need to trade in. But then also um, you can hire re, uh, other employees to join your team and then they have different effects on the game so that you're trying to earn more points. Um, and then at the end of the game, whoever has the most seniority points wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Promotion. It plays yeah. quick, so like, well, like 45 minutes, half an hour, I think. Yeah, I would say the, the, the first time you play through it, when you're teaching somebody the game, it's an hour. But then yeah, after yeah. that, after that, it's 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. And really, you know, we were talking about this on the live stream on Sunday, is that what, the idea behind it is that, and in, 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 I mean, if you guys are watching on the YouTube or if you're listening, the box is five inches by five inches by two inches. So really, you should be able to toss this in your bag or your Legion bag or whatever other game, you know, and at a tournament or at a big event, you know, Evan, you and I could grab two people and in between rounds, you know, we could shoot the shit and we could we could play the game. Yeah, it's and that, meant to be super yeah. special, super quick, right? Yeah. Because there are times in... uh. uh x-wing where the game lasts like 15 minutes we jousted didn't go off one guy and there's an hour and a half or an hour right. or so left around so we're yeah. not always at a convention sometimes you're at like a vfw or something you're <laughs> like well i guess we can uh just sit so having that is really good so you can do something with the other guy yeah i used to keep a game called a uh, shiba in your house it was a uh, you'd have these little everyone gets a deck of cards and would have a part of a house on it and you'd have to build this house like you'd someone flip a card to see what you have to build and you'd flip it and then you'd yeah. slap your hand in the middle try to grab something so that was great so that's the same kind of thing except less frantic and card throwing more uh uh just fun and casual right yeah exactly and 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 the other thing is too like when i when we were thinking about this and i was really thinking about like for instance one of the things i really liked about Keyforge was it's a game that you can just play in between, like you bring a deck mm-hmm. and you just play in between rounds of other games. But the thing I didn't like about Keyforge is if you didn't know how to play or you never played it, it'd be real hard for you to get up to speed within uh, between two rounds of Legion, right? Yeah, yeah. And so even if I had an extra deck for you, where with this game, I feel like even if you, you've never touched the game, like Brendan played uh, Sunday night, he'd never played the game before. And literally we taught him on the fly and it was, you know, he picked it up relatively easy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, 
I've got other complaints about Keyforge. Yeah, sure. <laughs> maybe no a bad, that. maybe like, oh, a, that's a, the thing that you didn't like. Okay, maybe a, maybe a rabbit hole of. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean that, but you know, you no, know what I it's meant. Fine. I was just like, oh yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's a wholesome thing to not. That's that's the thing about. you didn't like about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. Uh, my camera's a little. All right, there we go. Yeah, all right. Oh, good. Um, all right. So office theme. Why? Yeah. yeah um, I I felt like. Not not offices in particular, but just working like everyone's had a job. Right. And at some point, even in fast food, there's there's a manager and, and there's an office and there's an assistant manager. And, and even in construction, there's a manager and there's an office like mm-hmm. that's just one of those consistent things, I think, especially in, on the U.S. level, is that there's always something with a job. There's always similarities. And, and so for me. Uh, being from corporate America, right? Like that was the the thing I kind of leaned on. And at the time too, funny story was this started as a space game. So instead okay. of a manager, you were a captain of a ship. And instead of going to different departments to find supplies, you were going to different planets or solar systems to find uh, like minerals yeah, yeah, on planets, right? And so, but but at the time, uh, I think when we were, when we were getting ready to like start thinking about art and all that stuff uh there was like a million space games at that yeah. time and i was yeah. like okay well how do we how do we set ourselves apart i was like what's something that everybody can relate to no matter whether you're into games or not right because not everybody likes star wars not everybody likes marvel or pirates or ninjas or zombies so what's something that everybody has experienced probably once in their life and i was like work right and yeah. so it was really just taking that and then playing off the theme of work and thinking about everybody that you've worked with and then making a like an exaggerated oh, yeah. character around that person. Right. No, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's actually, you did, uh, who, so who did all the art for it? I did. Yeah. You did. Okay. Yeah. Um, so going off that, like, uh, do you have like favorite characters or anything you really are proud of in the art design? Yeah. I, I think so. I, I love, um, I, I think the, the thing I liked the most that we did, I, I think I might have done most of the quotes, but that definitely people added quotes in. So on every character card, whether it's a manager or one of the, the supplementary characters, flavor text. yeah, there's fla- I wanted there to be flavor text. Like that was my biggest thing. Like, I'm like, I don't care how anything else turns out. I want flavor text in there so that you really get to know the character. And oh, so sure. between the, like, I did little, you know uh like snapshot pictures of all the characters and then the flavor text you i know you'll look at it and you'll be like oh i know that person like i yeah i know i know her or i know him you know um but yeah i i loved i loved doing that that and and the way that um it all just kind of it's weird uh sometimes when you're doing creative stuff like that you can run into blocks and blocks and blocks and you don't mm-hmm. really connect the dots sometimes but then sometimes you'll just have these moments of clarity where everything just kind of lines up. And this was one of those things where I was just like, I was never in doubt. The mechanics have changed a bunch, but I was never in doubt about the theme. Once we settled on the office theme, it just all clicked from there and like everything made sense. If you know what I mean, you know, like, like, so 
the recruits in the game, they, these are people that you can use your seniority points to recruit to your team and they give you more abilities and stuff. They actually, all their artwork is their ID cards. So basically the card you would get when you go to a new corporation, they take a pic, you know, that crappy picture of you and then put it in an ID card and that's how you get in and out of the mm -hmm. building or, and so all their, all their stuff is on ID cards. Uh, of, originally the managers were all going to be on ID cards too. But then along the line, I think when we were doing the Kickstarter, I came up with these alt arts that were their personnel file. And then like a snapshot, like a Polaroid image of them after they'd been had the crap beaten out of them looking for supplies. <laughs> yeah. And then that kind of stuck as the I was like, oh, no, this is way too good to like have as like an alt art. Maybe we do yeah, it if yeah, we get yeah. to a certain amount, you know, so That's um, awesome. yeah, that was a ton of fun to do, too. So um, let's talk uh this being one of your favorite subjects, like logistics yeah. of getting this done. So like, take me through, I got my game. Yep. Uh, I made it. I've got the ideas. I just need things made. Like, what do I do? How, where do I even go for that? Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing is I've noticed, and when we were kickstarting and we talked to like a lot of, we talked to a lot of manufacturers and we talked to other game developers and a lot of the times when uh, people go into a Kickstarter, especially if they've never done this before, they they set a price without really understanding what their full cost is going to be. So they say, I'm going to make this game for $25. Uh, and sometimes it doesn't work that way. And so uh, what I did, which surprised, and I know it surprised them because when I called the manufacturers for pricing, they were like, wait, you don't even have your Kickstarter up yet? And I'm like, no, I, I don't know how much this is going to cost. So I did it more from like a product uh focus versus gotcha. a kickstarter focus which was part of the problem but we'll get to that yeah. uh so what i did was i knew all the components that i wanted and i just went out and got pricing for it and i think one of the things a lot of people make mistakes on is that they don't adjust for what we have in the product world what you have is your cost but then your fully landed cost okay okay so, and the difference between those is your cost is i went to a manufacturer I gave them my components list. They gave me a minimum order quantity or MOQ of let's say a thousand. And they said at a thousand, this game is going to cost X. Let's say it's for a $25 game. Let's say it's 10 bucks, right? Or 12 bucks. So I, that's 12 bucks. So a lot of people, what they do is they take that number and they go, my cost is 12 bucks. I can actually mark this down to 20. And now I'm making $8 per game fully landed cost is depending on where you're getting your game from most likely China, because they, you know, they're the manufacturing capital right now. You, some manufacturing in the U S you have to put in your shipping cost. So how much is it going to cost to get from the factory to your home? But then you also have to put in the import tax cost because there's that that doesn't even get estimated until it's in the dock in the USA. Then your your shipping company calls you and they go, hey, you got a thousand dollar bill here <laughs> just to get your stuff into the United yeah. States. And then then you add that all up and then that's your fully landed cost. So now that what did I say? It was 12 bucks. So yeah. that $12 game is now actually 15 or 16 dollars. And if you already set your cost at $20, well, you've just lost $4. Yeah. And now it may be impractical for you to do it because you know. Yeah, it doesn't seem that $4 doesn't seem like a big deal. But when you're talking 
thousands upon thousands of units uh yeah it adds up pretty quick it does and then and because you're not adding in you know the other thing i i this is just this isn't people who are doing games but just in general this is my thoughts for people in general is people don't put a value amount to their time mm -hmm. you know you and i talk about this all the time right and yeah. personally is what would i what could i be doing in this amount of time if it's not a making you money or b something you really really enjoy mm -hmm. then you why are you doing it yeah unless it's something you have to do like yeah i don't like doing dishes or cleaning the house yeah but if i don't rachel chokes me out and so <laughs> i have my <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. really putting a value to your time. And so that has to go into kind of thinking about, okay, with this game, right? I, I did all the artwork. I did all the design. So let's say, let's say I'm not even going to estimate that time in mm -hmm. cost, right? Because that's four years of work, right? I'll never recoup that really, unless we sell a million of this game. But what I need to look at is, okay, now I'm getting the game. Now I have to pack it and ship it, or I have to deal with all this other stuff. So what's that cost worth? And then trying yeah. to, you know what I mean? And trying to adjust that into the game as well. No, that's fair. Um, so we we mentioned the Kickstarter a few times. Yeah. Um, the OG one. So I know we've we've talked about this before, but uh, you know, give me a um like a middle 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 of the road explanation uh, about what happened the first time and what we're changing yeah. this time. So originally why it failed and what, what we changed to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, time. you know, cause we, we've talked like, Hey, yeah. um, on our other one, it's like, Hey, I just marketed it the wrong way. I didn't yeah. do, didn't go to these places. Um, but not to retread too much, but sure, you sure. know, like, you know, well, I mean, honestly, uh, we didn't have you guys at home is basically what the difference is, yeah. is that I tried to do it in a more traditional marketing way, which is by advertising, like, invest in all this other stuff where I thought that that would work, but what I was missing was an audience, right? I didn't have an audience to talk to and to get to support the product uh, where now we have, we have you guys, you guys have been so supportive of us and uh, really, you know, listening to all our media and enjoying all our content that we create and our mats that we've been developing. And so now we have an audience that is, is willing to back us on all these crazy endeavors that we're on. And, and that's the big difference uh, between then and now. Um, the other big difference too is, even though we're treating it like a Kickstarter, um, you know, it, it may still survive and work even though, like if we get close to the dollar amount, like with Kickstarter, let's say, let's say you set up a $10,000 dollar amount that you're trying to reach. If you reach $9,950, that Kickstarter doesn't go off and those people don't get charged. Mm -hmm. So in our instance, if we get really close, um, you know, I mean, cl close enough that it's reasonable, like we'll, we'll still fund and still, we'll still fire it. Yeah. yeah we'll still fire it, but I need to gauge that interest first from from you guys the audience to see if you're willing to back us on this and if you are then you know we'll, we're willing to put in the the you know some of the the rest of the money to make it happen gotcha cool so um yeah like last time it was um actually scratch that question because i was going to ask the same thing kind of mm -hmm. a different way but like uh are we doing any reviews or anything with this are we sending it out to anybody yeah so i'm working on that now um i've sent a couple emails out and contacted some the, the tricky part is reviewers are backed up the good ones anyways yeah. yeah uh and then also some of them have rules where they won't 
review games that aren't already out in the market. Like they have all these weird rules. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to find the ones that'll that'll review it and get it in their hands. And yeah, hopefully within within the next month and a half that we'll definitely have people reviewing it. Awesome. So yep. um let's say I want I want in on this grift, Jay. Where do I get this? <laughs> yeah, so if you go to uh, our website, thefifthtrooper.com, you'll see banners all over. But you can go to fifthtrooper.com slash cubicle raiders, and that'll get you to it. And then, like I said, we have it set up. It almost looks exactly like Kickstarter on the product page. Mm-hmm. And you can either choose the cubicle raiders reward, uh, which is $30, or you can put in any dollar amount if you don't want to spend the $30 or you don't have the $30 and you just want to give us like two or three bucks to just help us support the campaign what you can do that as well. Excellent. Cool. And what, um, uh, cause I've put one in for myself because I, you know, I want to play. It's cool to yeah. have something that you've made or yeah. that you were part of just even like on the shelf, right? Like what, um, if it does fire, what, what time are we looking like? What's the prox? So, um, I have the, t- so I have the campaign going till the end of February, just to give everybody time to, you know, cause I know we announce things, but sometimes maybe you guys don't get paid for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. or, you know, or maybe you won't have the money till next month. Like, uh, so we want to give people plenty of time. So it's, it's going through the end of February. And then I, I think reasonably April, we can turn it around. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's, uh, that's fired sent to the the producer yeah they make it ship back yep uh and in your hands right? yeah so the difference you know the difference too the reason we're doing this so with kickstarter is we don't get the money until it's successful and then kickstarter takes 10 percent. yeah right that's actually quite a bit yeah. with this we are actually taking the money right now and then if we don't make it, if we're not going to end up doing we're going to refund everybody but we're taking the money now so that if we get like two days or three days before the end of the thing and we're real close to making it i'm just mm-hmm. gonna, i'll fire it anyways and we'll go right to the manufacturer so that'll yeah, yeah that speeds the process up and then as you guys if you're watching on the youtube we've already had a bunch printed prototypes printed Mm -hmm. so we were already prepped with the manufacturer so then i just have to go back to them and put in the full order and and it'll be good to go and they're really good about turning stuff around and there isn't a ton of crazy components in this that are outside the realm of gaming you know so it's it's and meeples and cards a deck of cards a die (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah. so, some you know we do have the little chits for the seniority yeah. points and the and the and the uh um supplies uh, but you know it's nothing like groundbreaking as far as components are concerned no oh, sure excellent uh anything else you want to add jay no i i think just the last thing would be like we really appreciate any support you guys can give to us uh i can tell you that this is the first of many games we want to develop so if we can successfully do this and you guys show us that you're interested in this we want to do more and Mm -hmm. so i really would hope that you guys back us and support us i I mean you're going to get a great game i think um and if you have any questions reach out we'll answer any questions that you guys have excellent i think that's all of my questions for this all right yeah so again thanks everybody for listening uh starting next week this will be a beginner's guide to legion podcast and then all our interview stuff uh evan and i have some really cool interview ideas uh lined up that we're going to be doing those will all be on youtube exclusive Mm -hmm. and then if you want extended like really in-depth legion stuff you can get that on our patreon definitely yeah excellent all right hey thanks jay yeah thanks evan
they think, well, ha, thanks me. Oh, all right. And uh, thank you guys for listening and supporting us and being there for us. We really appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys sometime in the future. Hopefully there's events and we can meet you guys. Excellent. Everyone, stay red. Adios. Join us next week for another edition of the Fifth Trooper Podcast.